Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, hello, Mem. Hey, uh, how's it going? <laughs> um, it's it's fine. We're surviving. We're back on an early morning slot, so I'm back with my coffee. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Woke up early this morning. I've been to the gym. Done my little sweat session. Oh. Mm. Oh my god, you've already been to the gym. Yeah, but you know what's really funny? So in in the early gym classes are the really good people, and I don't count myself as one of those. And oh, like, stop! No, no, they're like, I feel like you'll know what I mean. They're the stay-at-home mums who have a lot of time for fitness, and so like, they're just amazing at the gym. So yeah, that's like that was <laughs> the really good at I fitness. Was with today. <laughs> oh god oh yeah this is too early for me (laughs) I mean to go to the gym not not to be awake I mean just (laughs) oh oh this week I have finished watching Selling Sunset have you seen it so you finished season three yeah no you know what I was resisting not watching it and then I just thought what the hell like I need something to do um, and I watched season three and then I realized that I've watched the most recent one without watching one and two. So I ended up watching oh one and then two after, yeah. but it was fine because it like almost put everything into context. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's why, <laughs> that's why she doesn't like her. And oh, it's brilliant. I'm obsessed. Honestly. I'm obsessed. I, I never thought I'd be interested in real estate. But first of all, the amount of money they make on commissions like blows my mind. Unreal. Um, mm. And like the sass that there is in their office is, is amazing. There's so much sort of like, and I'm not surprised if there's that much money on the line. I think I'd have mm. some sort of bitchy rivalry with people. Like 100%. But, mm. oh, so who's your favourite characters? I don't actually know because the people that I think really well the people I think that are the nicest aren't the most entertaining um kind of a thing like who like I think that um like Mary sort of stays out of fights and I don't even actually is her name Heather the other girl who like doesn't really entertain fights oh my god Heather is Um, so annoying (laughs) but not as much as Davina though Davina um, is my least favourite by far. (laughs) Um, I just think she brings nothing to the table other than just like, just rudeness. Um, She's just such a miserable cow. Yeah. That is her problem. And she has no storyline. But I have to say, Christine reigns supreme. She (laughs) is my favourite. 
Like you don't have to like, like, for example, I don't agree with everything she does or says and stuff like that, but she's definitely the most compelling. She definitely brings a lot to the show. Yeah. And she's just like ravishing, like on screen. (laughs) So like season three, I feel like it's so obvious that she's got some more money with the oh my god yeah of, like the guy because the way she said like, she always dressed nice like they always put themselves together well these ladies yeah minus Davina um but <laughs> <laughs> but in like season three Christine is on like another level she's um, on a whole nother level yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. she's probably got like um like a makeup artist like a little bit of a glam team I think she's got like stylist, a stylist maybe and stuff yeah 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 mm. Yeah, she has that she kind is, of money now. She is fierce. Oh, yeah. Oh, love it. Nice. Because, yeah, you've got your, like, story time mm-hmm. this week. Looking forward to looking forward <laughs> to it. Like, in, in-house bitchiness, a la yeah. Selling Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's your turn to, like, introduce the show. <laughs> we'll never get good at this. It's fine. Oh, my God. I've accepted that. <laughs> oh my gosh, you go, Mim. <laughs> oh, but I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Well, you're listening, guys, to Style Over Substance. This is the part of the episode where I have to do my shameless plug. It's Style Over Substance yep. with me, Scarlett. And myself, Mim. Give us a follow. <laughs> Give us a follow on Insta. Mm. Style Over Substance mm. pod. Email us. Yeah. We we love your emails. Email us. Um starlaversubstancep at gmail.com. But yeah, let's crack on with stories, fashion story. Yeah. So what's yours? So my fashion story is inspired by selling sunset. Okay. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I watch a show like that and like a real housewives or whatever, and you see these glam ladies and you're like I need to up my game. Why don't I live this 100%. glamorous life? Why am I not oh wearing my God, high seriously. heels and like a nice little pencil skirt every day? And then you kind of yep. try to carry out that life and you realise money comes with that life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like what they say. It's like, you're not ugly. You're just broke. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I guess also it's, it's, a, it's your way of life because... I mean, as if I'm going to be doing the London commute in five inch heels. But also I think Mm. sometimes it's a dedication. The more you wear heels, the more you get used to it, the more comfortable you find them. Um, Mm. But I did always wish to be somebody who kind of dressed up for work. I always thought that was quite like appealing to me. I always liked the idea of like getting to dress smart, but they're on a whole nother level. You never dressed smart for work. Yeah, I do, but like I never wear like high heels or whatever. Um, mm, okay. Or like, or like killer heels, like they do. Um, mm. Yeah, like I'll wear maybe like a little heel, but not not like them. I think they're. Mm, it depends definitely where you live, mm-hmm. because like it depends on the level of how much do I stand out in a in an over the top sort of way. But yeah, I think the appeal of those shows is just like. For me, especially Selling Sunset came at a perfect time because I'm at home not really wearing anything nice in particular. And it's like to watch them, it was like they were living the life that 
I cannot access right now. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So who knows? Maybe I'm gonna start start turning up looking like Christine. You keep saying this, and I'm expecting big things come 2021. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but like you said, you don't want to stick out like a sore thumb, like unless you move in the se- in circles where people dress the same. You don't want to be the person who's mm. like, oh. I didn't get the memo that we're dressing like that. <laughs> What's your fashion story? Um, my fashion story is, I think, quite a cool one. Like, over... I was reading this Esquire article, mm-hmm. and over lockdown, quarantine, of course, more and more men have been taking up the art of sewing. Yeah. Ah. And, like, making their own clothes and uploading pictures to Reddit. And yeah really interesting it's not something that is typically associated with men of course no and I think just in general nowadays people women included so less Mm -hmm. I mean we talked about this last episode really you've just got no reason to (laughs) yeah clothes are so cheap you know depending on where you um where you shop that yeah there's no need to I mean, places like um, John Lewis have seen this massive uptick in sales for sewing machines. Um, And yeah, especially like during April. So where everyone's been taking up a new hobby, a new skill, a new pastime, there's been men out there who've been making some like utility jackets and upcycling blankets and stuff. I love that. I love that. That's really Mm. cool. Well, I guess it's kind of like, it's it's almost like the opposite of, you know, how like the the 1950s lifestyle, like, yes, we've kind of established that women don't do all the cooking anymore, but like guys mm. can also do some of sort of like the old stereotypical female. Mm. You know, stuff. We, everyone can do it all. We can all do it all. Yeah. I think also it's not just that men shouldn't be sewing but I think to some extent it still holds the idea that only gay men maybe only do sewing or fashion design and things like that but you know heterosexual cisgendered men you know can also pull out a sewing machine and make himself a jacket That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Really cool. Oh, lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on to our story time. Finally, it was a struggle, but we got <laughs> we got there. Yeah, uh, we it should just not do mornings. Morning. <laughs> yeah, it has. Let's oh, just man. never do mornings like, ever again if we can avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um. So this week's story time is is slightly um, inspired by earlier this week I went to a lunar cinema with my sister in law and we watched oh, the Devil Is that the outside Order. one? Yeah, it is. So obviously like <gasps> that's so cool. Yeah. And so we oh watched Devil Wears Prada, which is one of the my most favourite films. Like I just it's a classic. Like I just find it, yeah, it so is. enjoyable. And it's also aged really well. Um, has it? I haven't seen it in a while, but it is quite yeah, like it doesn't take it itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. But also, some of the things it actually sort of like depicts of the fashion industry like aren't far off. 
like <laughs> mm. well because it was based on that wasn't it like loosely based on a book mm. um and that was based on an insider's life working yeah. as an assistant so yeah exactly yeah, there's gonna be a so yeah I thought I'd um get some inspiration from that because we all sort of love, love to hear the scathing side and stories from mm. from fashion or from anything so this is the story it's it's I was affected by it but yeah you'll you'll see it's more it's more oh. a story about what happened to my manager okay oh god so okay let, let me away. set the scene <laughs> so I was working um in a team originally it was of three it was myself my manager who was the head of the department and then we had an intern um, and our intern had gone back home to go reunite with her boyfriend and chase love. So it was just myself and my manager. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And so we okay. were managing it. It was like the middle of the season. This was in a July. And so we were working towards the September show. And so mm-hmm. we were kind of like, we'd been through the thick of it like the initial designs, getting stuff approved. But, you know, we're still making tweaks and we were still needing to do lots of, you know, tech packs and specs and all of this stuff to kind of um, send through to factories and make sure everything was going to be perfect for the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming into work one day and my work starts at nine o'clock and like one past nine, I'm getting a call from my manager I was just like, oh, guys. Oh, God. I'm like stepping she's... into the lift, like, as if you're going to call me for being a minute late. Like, yeah. all my eyes, like, cancel call. I'll be there in a second, hun. Like, I'll be yeah, there like, in a second. Back the fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> so that really set me off on, like, a, oh, here we go. Like, I'm mm. a second late. Um, so I get into the office, and she's not there. I was like, that's a bit weird. So like Mm. sign on, check my emails and all that stuff. And there's an email from her saying, thanks for everything. I've really enjoyed my time here. But like this was my last day and it was sent last night or the night before. I was like, this bitch has gone and got a job without (laughs) telling me. And she's just left me here to rot um because obviously oh my God. like any job you will complain about it you will like say you want to go somewhere else or leave yeah and I was like she's gone and done it she's just gone and got a new job and just like that's it like she had like you were thinking that she'd handed in her notice like a month ago yeah. and hadn't even told you then at yeah. the point of handing in her notice exactly. oh god so and also like... because there's only like technically one of you in the team now yeah <laughs> like it's not even you and other people oh I my know. god so i like read this email and then i'm like i need to call her back so I call mm. her back and I'm expecting to be like, hey, you could have given me a heads up. Yeah. But it transpires the night before she got called into a meeting and she basically had her contract ended there and then <gasps> by the company. Oh my God, under what grounds? Because don't you have to go through disciplinaries? Don't but you have to give people... Mm. Yeah. Okay. If, if, okay. You, if you sign something though... 
you'll get a payoff probably like if you sign that you're you accept your departure this is the way these Mm. companies kind of get around it it's not right for Mm. sure it's not okay um so she's like um yeah I've I've left the company they they ended my contract yesterday um I don't know what this means I don't know if somebody if they're replacing me or if they've already got somebody lined up um but yeah, um, if you wouldn't mind collecting my belongings and I'll, I'll, we'll meet up some point and you can give them to me and all of this oh my stuff. God, she didn't even take her stuff. No. So we have, we had like two offices at this point. So mm. she went to like the, like the other office and got called into a meeting at the end of the day and just, just got told like, see ya. Um, so yeah pretty like pretty harsh pretty ruthless and so like I then like get off the phone with her and I'm in shock but also I don't know who I can tell or like what what's going on you know you don't want to be that person who's spreading all of this and spreading nasty stuff because things travel in an office yeah and also, so you don't really know the reason at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's telling me one thing, but she's kind of trying to be sort of like, she's not really sure. So I'm like, okay, HR's going to come talk to me. Like, it's fine. And so this was mm. a Wednesday morning. It's like, first of all, who gets, like, fired on Tuesday? <laughs> like, really? Um, oh. So I'm just sort of sat there in a daze, just like, right. So currently, I'm a team of one. And to be honest, I was expecting for somebody to literally be walking through the door that day to replace her. That's mm, kind okay. of the impression I was getting. Like you don't just get rid of somebody and that's it. Oh no. They will in fashion from like my experience, they will go out positions with no intention of like backfilling straight away. It's just to like, I don't know, streamline, cut costs or they just haven't thought about it that thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So who's above you at this point? Who's the just only other the person? the creative director, the owner of the company. So okay. like, <laughs> not somebody I can easily just say, sorry, can we have a minute? I'm not sure what's going on here. Like, it's not really appropriate for me to ask those questions to that person. Mm. Um, so I'm sort of sat there all day just, getting on with sort of my tasks but in a real daze and yeah. like I've maybe confided in like one person and a few other people know because she's been like messaged a few people to say it but I'm like mm. trying to minimize the spread of it um and just sort of said she's not in today or whatever oh so god then isn't that of, worse sometimes oh it's I but like you don't know how, what to do because you don't want to be that person who's like lying either exactly but like oh. um I don't want to get told off of spreading like nasty rumors either. So mm. it gets sort of to like the end of the day or like the afternoon. I'm kind of like, I still haven't heard from HR. Like mm. I think they, I, I'd expected they'd come straight away and talk to me or like send me an email. So I sort of ask if I can speak to them. And so I don't think they speak to me until like the, the end of the day on the Thursday. And like, oh, that's so bad. Uh, like no and like obviously the creative directors walked past we've probably maybe even had a meeting at this point and I still don't know what's going on she, like no one's acknowledged it to me or whatsoever in higher management that's so bad 
And so I'm still not sure if some lady's going to walk through the door or guy um, like and be my manager. So then I'm like, hey, Charlotte, please speak to me. Please speak to me. I don't know what's going on. And mm. also, like, it's my job then at risk. Like, are you yeah. like, axing the department? Like, what's going on? And so I find, like, beg this HR lady to speak to me. And bearing in mind, she would have been present in the meeting where they let my manager go. Yeah, that is true. And so I was like, oh, you know, just want to know what's going on. She's like, yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. To be honest, I don't really know. The HR lady said that. Yeah. (laughs) What? And I was like, so is the plan to replace her? Like, are we getting more people into the team? She was like, I don't really know if I'm honest. And it's just saying all this stuff and like acting like she's none the wiser. And I was like, you were part of like the committee that removed her. Of course, Mm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. or that conversation hasn't been had or like, I don't know. Um, It sounds to me, I could be completely wrong because normally a discussion with HR and whoever owns the company or whatever will have a discussion about who they're going to be letting go before they have a discussion with the person that they're actually letting go. So if she's acting like, oh, I don't really know, she's either lying, which is unnecessary, or it was just done on a whim. And it seems to me like, did a higher upper be like, we just need to get rid of this lady? Yeah. And just like ax her without any planning. I, th- I think it was planned, but this lady, this HR lady was leaving at like the end of the month. So I think she was just kind of like, oh, she just didn't care. Like she just didn't really care <laughs> about it anymore or care about like how it affected me. Cause I was like, yeah, was like, what do I do now? Like I'm a one man team. Um, oh and you know this, this season is not finished you know yeah like, like it was the middle of a season um are they gonna promote you exactly so I'm like so what's gonna like what's gonna happen so then like two weeks later the like their creative director calls me in for a meeting and it's like at lunchtime and I'll or no I think the first one was like at the end of the day scheduled and so she's got like an executive assistant so I just got invited to a meeting and didn't know what the topic was at all and I was like this is it this is me Mm. being fired this is me being like um (laughs) and so I was just like sat there like like shaking um and then it gets moved to the next day at like one o'clock and I was like oh surely they wouldn't fire me at lunchtime like surely that's not very nice (laughs) um and so I finally get called into this meeting and like she's the creative director she's like she's a big deal like you you get kind of like intimidated slash like you're in awe of these people and you want to be on like your best foot so I get called in and she sort of asks me to reel off basically my cv my work experience she wants to understand a bit more about me oh and my god this is an audition yeah. for the job you already have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like prove yourself and tell me why mind, i should it's like x factor it's like tell me why i should keep you yeah on my team <laughs> you're like fuck Bearing in mind, like, my manager was the person who hired me I, I'd known her previously so mm. she was the like the reason why I was there mm. and so she's like you know what we've got this project coming up and this collaboration 
Um, and I'd like to set you a project to sort of see what what you're made of and what your abilities are and sort of, you know, sort of potentially insinuating that uh, there could be maybe a promotion um, in store and we'll sort of gauge from there what level I'm at to see what the team needs. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks so much. Thanks, yeah. And like, I oh feel like word. I could have another story just about this project because the sort of language she was using to inspire me for this project was like otherworldly. She was like, you know, it's when you go from just like from your Bentley to your yacht. It's that kind Stop. of stuff. And I was like, Stop. Yeah. Oh my really God. relatable. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly that. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Oh my you know, god! Just like From my Bentley to my yacht, just to go on your yacht. But I'm thinking, as a pauper, isn't someone else <laughs> carrying my bags? Yeah. Like if I've got a Bentley what, and a yacht, what have you packed? What have you packed? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just got my pajamas. Like I'm not wearing any <laughs> anything in particular on my yacht. Like, oh my god! I was like, wow. Because that project, that whole like discussion of having to prove yourself to me is scarier than oh, finding out my manager's just been like dropped at you know at a drop of a hat yeah that to me is scarier well I was oh. I was so intimidated because it feels like so much is on the line mm. and like maybe if they don't like it like my actual job then is at risk mm. um and also like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just super intimidating to, like, just be fa- found in that situation. So then, like, bearing in mind now, I'm the only person in the team. I am working on the current season stuff. I am now the only person who can do any of the client work. So a client thing comes mm-hmm. in, you have to drop everything and do the client yeah. stuff. And now I've just mm-hmm. been set a project where I've got a week to show her my initial ideas, research and blah, blah, blah. So I'm working like mm-hmm. all the hours that week to get it all done. And so then we're meant to meet mm-hmm. the next week and then our meeting gets cancelled because she had to go fly and do a fitting with a client. So fair enough. The next week she had to go from her belly to her yacht. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like then the next week it gets postponed, and I, t- and I tell you, like I've obviously given up a lot of my time, and this meeting is getting postponed and postponed and postponed. But like I'm having oh. the other meetings, I'm having like the collection meetings, and I also had to send mm. her in by email, and she just never replied. So I didn't know what to work on, but I wanted to keep working on it because I thought like if time, more time's gone on, more stuff should be like added to this project. Yeah, she's going to expect more from you because you've had more time. Yeah, so it's like a month has passed and this oh. meeting has still not happened. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut to the chase. This meeting never happened. <laughs> <gasps> what? Yeah. See, okay, okay, you say that, and what springs to mind is that there is a level of respect that you give people, mm-hmm. not because they're like above you or beneath you or whatever. Like, if you say to someone, I need you to do this work, and you keep pushing it back when they've like the presentation, when they've done the work, they've done what you've asked them to do, it's respectful for them 
to give you that time to present what you've done. Exactly. Um, she just like, but it doesn't come into the equation for some people because they think like they're the head of the business and that they can just like palm you off like whenever. So the problem was, is like of all the meetings that she would have in her day, it's the least important one because obviously designing stuff for the collection and getting the show ready and all of that stuff and the things that have legitimate Mm. deadlines are always priority. And so it was just always the one that got fucked off. But like you said, also super easy. If you're not that bothered, like, or don't want anything like with me, just say, I'm really sorry. Like I like we'll keep you as you are. Or like, I, I was there like feeling like I was fighting for like a chance or like an exciting opportunity fighting and just kind of, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, that never happened. And you so, never made it to the judges' houses. I know, I never made it to judges' houses. <laughs> I just, it just ended at boot camp um, without any oh words. Good. Um, but so then, like, so we we must be like in like the middle of like October or whatever by now. So my boss has been gone since July, and I'm still the only person in my team. So. Other than the Ugh. fact that she's not like giving me the time of day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to HR because I've just been holding the team afloat for the last however mm. many months, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm managing to do it somehow, some way. I mean, I'm I was ill since mm. from the first of September. I had a cold until the end of the year. I just couldn't get better. I was oh, just, you were like, like run down so run down was working all the hours like the company's taxi come like number like knew me and like every evening would have to like take me back to my car like parked to the train station where I live um yeah they were just like you sound really tired tonight like blah 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 blah. (laughs) um but it's like I'm pulling myself like to like my wits end. Like I'm doing mm. everything that I physically can do. Like my life is hanging on by a thread. Um, so yeah. Um, so I'm like, guys, what's going on? Are we recruiting? Mm. Can we get me an intern? Can we do something? Like I'm a one-man band. Mm. Um and all of that stuff, you know, like that it's not okay. It's not cool. Like, and you're expecting everything to be done to the same deadlines as before. Mm. So something's got to give. Um, but nothing ever did give. Nothing ever did give. Yeah. So at the time you were doing the collection for September, yeah. like when this first all kind of kicked off, um, clients requests and like smaller projects. Yeah. Were you also having to design for the collection the following collection yeah. at some point so then I had to start a whole collection by myself which was pretty much where it all went like a can I just say an amazing opportunity like I loved it but yeah like, it was also just like near impossible to do alone so yeah mm. that was for the the February collection um is it February oh, I don't know I think so yeah I think it was the February collection that I was working on as well um, and also we had loads of like projects going on we were doing a collaboration with people where suddenly in a I'd have to drop everything and that week just yeah. like turn around something like there's mm. always just random projects going on like all of this stuff or like the show wants sunglasses 
and because I'm team accessories suddenly I have to design sunglasses yeah or like yeah everything seemed to like somehow fall onto <laughs> accessories it just yeah <laughs> it's just like fobbed you off a lot to I be know. honest but yeah um, so as you said from the start they just kind of classically just removed my manager with no plan no no plan to have somebody else in and they just were going to roll with how it was going to work so yeah because lord knows fashion if they feel like they can do the same job Mm -hmm. with less people they're gonna do it (laughs) i know and the the amount of times i can't even tell you that i would go to people and be like guys i'm like hanging on by a thread i'm really i'm like I really wouldn't be making a fast but I really don't think I can make that deadline. Like mm. I physically don't have enough hours to get that done. Like, please, mm-hmm. can we like adjust it or whatever? And people would just go, well, you've got to, or like whatever. Oh, and I was like, yeah, mm, that's not it's an that, <laughs> It's that like, if you won't do it, there's probably a line of other people exactly. who want to be the accessories designer here. Um, and he would just put up with whatever on the devil wears prada that there's like a a line of girls waiting to take your place and Mm -hmm. i just i always wonder if that's actually true and it probably is but then it's that thing of they i don't know if many people would have survived survived it um either but yeah you don't know um, how many people out there would have been equally as qualified as you yeah it's i mean it was it was it was amazing but it was so hard and so yeah I had to leave I literally was so like ill Mm. and like couldn't do it anymore so I just left I said you either need to give me a promotion for the fact that like for the last however long yeah I've been manning the ship like yeah and like acknowledge me or toodles Um, yeah so yeah Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like in selling sunset <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when Brett is like Davina. You need to know when you're wasting your time. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. Life lessons from selling sunset. I know. Oh my god. But yeah, I feel like that. Was uh, I mean, less so for me. Like I, I think the way that they handle stuff for me was actually like quite common in fashion. Like. They they merge oh, jobs all the time, like yeah. or and even in like a different department. Sometimes you know, like someone in like merchandising yep. will leave and they'll get like a buyer to like pick up the slack. Like that's quite common yep. in fashion that you just end up doing loads of stuff. Is, yeah, but I feel like the way they just dismissed my manager is so savage. <laughs> um, but I want to know why. Well, because normally, so I, well, not I don't want to say normally, but in cases where they start removing positions and merging and blending roles, it's like okay, it's it's to save money. But if you're just going to let go of one person in a team, it seems quite personal. So I think it was quite personal. They also did let go over the next month. I think they let go of a few other sort of quite like high salary, I guess, positions. Mm. Um, but I think so. We there was um. What, what, what was her title? I think she was the CGO, the Chief Growth Officer. Okay. And this lady, when I tell you, I've got some stories about her too, was literally ruthless. 
the way she would speak to my manager and the things she would talk about her designs, the way she'd try and put people in their place. She almost like fed off of weak people. Oh. And so if you're somebody who's like just eager to please and like, yeah, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags mm. full, like all of that stuff, she almost like manipulates that. So and bad. so, yeah, it was terrible. So I don't think she liked her to say it, put it mildly. <laughs> um, and I think that had a huge weighting that they just didn't see eye to eye. Um, and yeah, I just think they sort of thought, we'll colour it and sort of see how that goes. Um, but yeah, it's a pr- it was a pretty ruthless company as like, but yeah. I also wonder if maybe her contract was at a certain point that like they could get away with, oh, you haven't been there for this length of time. So certain things don't apply oh. for you because I feel like the timing was very sudden in that regard. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it was. Has she been there for long? It was probably reaching like the nearly the two year mark or something like that. So I mm. like so two years, you get further rights, don't you? So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I like severance was, pay and things like that. Yeah, I think. So I think it was probably. I mean, she would have had a payout oh, for sure. God. Like she would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty savage. So I think it was a mixture of per, it being personal and financial. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's kind of what listeners are going through now. Yeah. Because so many cuts, so many jobs are being cut at the moment. It'd be so interesting to hear more stories of how that transpired mm-hmm. for different positions, different and people. Like if if it's done correctly, you know, like I've been made redundant before, and I tell you for like, I tell you, they did not do the process correctly like Ugh. and you never know what your sort of rights are and like I'm not I'm not in the business to go take someone to court and be petty like at the end of the day but Mm-mm. I think also when you give your time to a company and like you're mm. saying everybody at the moment like people work hard yeah like people mm. if people are doing their jobs they're working hard you mm-hmm. deserve like a bit of respect in your yeah. dismissal yeah like, it's it's a really horrible time at the moment to lose a job as it is because the job mm. market's terrible. But yeah, I think there's got to be some respect in dismissals of staff. But I'll, yeah, t- I'll tell you what somebody once told me. Mm. He's a really sinister guy and I loved him that I used to work with. And he said, no matter how much loyalty you show a company, mm. a company will never be loyal to you. A hundred percent. And like, 100%. I was like, oh my God, that's not, like, not at all. And I, at that point I'd been like with a company for like five, six years. I loved mm. it there. And then mm-hmm. they like made me redundant in a really horrible way. And I just thought mm. he was right. Yeah. I gave like five, six years of my life to that place. And they just like, were like, nah. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Like they don't you don't owe them anything and they don't owe you anything in the sense that like they're paying you for what you're doing and you've agreed to accept those terms. Yeah. And it's, 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 there's like this massive imbalance of like power because when I've sat and read through contracts that I'm for a job that I'm about to sign mm-hmm. or read through other people's contracts for jobs they're like going for. And there might be terms and agreements that you've not had in like past 
contracts yeah. before but you don't have a legal advisor you don't have a solicitor no. yeah you can go online and read up about certain things but everyone's contract is different and for different industries some things are the norm and for other industries it's just you know some things are different but it's like them and their HR and their legal team have drafted together this contract Mm -hmm. versus you this one person you probably can't afford a solicitor let's be real all you've done is like google what you know dot gov dot uk have said (laughs) and you take a risk yeah you take a risk like yeah and then you're just like obviously you you want slash need this job so you're like "Uh, i'll put up with it do you think that um being dismissed or kind of making a fuss would have made things worse for your former colleague like to move on yeah I I, to be honest I think she first of all she's she's savvy so I'm sure she negotiated herself like a good deal out of it like Mm. I have no doubt that she was like if you want to play this game like show me show me the money like Mm. she's quite strong and like in that sense Mm -hmm. but so spoiler alert Mm -hmm. uh, a different department of this same company a very similar thing happened with the head of footwear where Mm. she got called in and they were gonna fire her and she kicked up a stink and said you can't fire me I'm quitting which is maybe not sensible because if you get fired they're gonna pay her off like you know Um, but I think to make a point she was just like (laughs) I'm leaving. You can't fire me. I'm out of here. And she was very emotional. She was very fiery. She was very Italian. She used to make a scene all the time. And I think sometimes, unfortunately, I always sort of carry myself with like the always dignity and class, like integrity, like that you stand by. Yeah, definitely. And unfortunately, if you carry yourself with like heavy emotions, people mm. do like it's, it's like the same you know like if a girl gets dumped and she actually like tells the guy how she feels about it she'll be seen as crazy like oh like mm. like you know it's very hard to seem like calm cool and collected or like that you've done the right thing if you kind of explode mm. people don't respect you as much which is difficult because obviously I feel like we're starting to be in a time where people should speak up about stuff more and sort of you know, communication channels are more open, but it's not easy. You just seem bitter. But there's definitely like when you're in that room with HR, whatever your manager, and they're letting you go, I think that's the time. It's like an exit interview in the sense. Yeah. Like it's your time to tell them how you feel, how things were done and all of that. And you do, hopefully you do get your moment to express yourself but whether like the whole office needs to see you like <laughs> flare up, I don't know. But it's yeah, so hard like at to the say, end, like to to get your point across though, because it's such an emotional thing, isn't it? Mm. To be like leaving your job in whichever capacity, if you're handing in your notice or if you're not. Like mm. I've had it both ways, where I've handed in my notice, it doesn't feel nice. Like no, and all of that stuff either. It's a bit awkward. Um. Mm. So yeah, it's it's really hard, and sometimes I feel like, you know, that it would be really nice to be like, oh, you know, I was actually really disappointed with the way you handled this. Mm. 
But <laughs> some people don't want to hear it. Yeah. Some people don't want to hear it. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's there's, a bit there's no such thing as job security in fashion <laughs> no but then you also have to I think what's so important you also have to remind yourself that like you will bounce back from yeah. whatever people are going to throw at you if they're going to let you go from their company then you'll find something equally as good or better and you have to take that approach like you, yeah you, you have said, to make the best out of all of those experiences mm, yeah like as American <sighs> as that sounds you really do have to try and like there's a reason it's happened make a good yeah. thing out of it you learn something you realize where you want to work or what your requirements yeah. are for your next office whatever it is yeah mm, definitely oh well at least they make for really good gossipy story times <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh good one Oh God, that seems so cringe. I hope that doesn't happen to me, but you know, it probably will. Uh, well, great story time, Scarlett. Thanks, ma'am. Wow. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, next week, we're going to do a topic. We've had like a couple of um, requests and suggestions. So we really hope that you liked this episode and the last one. And we're going to do some more homework on different topics and, um, discuss what's on our brains at the moment but um thanks for listening um okay. as scarlett said at the beginning email us style over substance p at gmail.com our twitter is podcast style we have a youtube what else is there oh our instagram style over substance pod yeah that's everything leave a five star review whoop, whoop. Always up five stars. Even if you don't think it's worth five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Just help us out. Yeah. Don't be selfish. <laughs> so <laughs> we will see you this time next week. Thanks for listening. Is there anything Thanks you want to add, Scarlett? No, I'm good. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.